from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much uh, for joining in today. This is Live from America. I am your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. And today is February 3rd, year of our Lord, 2021. We got an amazing show for you today. I stayed up really late. I've been up all morning. I've been talking to people. I've been getting information. And you're going to want to see today's show. We're going to start out by uh, acknowledging the people that are watching live and listening on the podcast. Josh White from Washington. Judith Moore from Florida. Uh, Belle Ann from Pennsylvania. Jennifer Roberts from the great state of Iowa. Hello. Natasha Carter says good morning. Tammy Barnett, hello. Austin Carr, what's up with you? Thank you for joining in today. Ilda Jaco, Danielle Greenwell from the state of Ohio. Uh, Linda Cornett from Oklahoma. Randy Tinch from the wonderful state of Indiana. Billy Matthews from South Carolina. Teresa King from North Carolina. Stacy Whitsett, how you doing? And Alice Fields. Uh, Lindsay Muller from Texas is joining in from the wonderful state of Texas. James Dillon, Ted Ryan, and Amanda Zam says, good morning. Roxanne Love, I actually saw uh, pictures of you with Armor of God sweatshirts on Instagram and saved those as well. If you guys have ordered any gear from me, please send me a picture of it uh, so that we can add you to the, to the, to the wonderful Mirage uh, a picture collage, I should say, not mirage, collage, <laughs> that we have going for, uh, for the Live from America crew. And I just want to thank you all so much. We have a wonderful, wonderful show for you today. We're going to be talking about how President Trump can actually come back before 2024. There is a real chance of it. We're not talking about military, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about legality. We're talking about uh, the receipts. We're talking about what could happen with President Donald J. Trump's uh, Senate trial and beyond. We're also going to be talking about the bombshell that Representative Matt Gates dropped this morning. We're going to be talking, we're going to be going through each state. It seems like I and many others have stopped talking about the fraud that still exists. And we're not even talking about Dominion. We're going to talk about the other fraud that still exists and the court cases that are still going on, the litigation that is still going on in these states, and how that ties into how President Trump could even come back. We're going to be talking about uh, Rob DeSantis and what he did yesterday that was absolutely genius, more than what just was seen on face value, and so much more. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a wonderful show, so thank you very much. Uh, Today we're going to start out, uh, as we always do, by giving our love, our worship, our attention, and our honor. To the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we are going. I was looking up. Um, I was looking up verses uh, that was pertaining to courage. Okay, because I and many others, including Stephen Bannon on America's Voice News, have been talking about courage being contagious. And what we've seen from Representative Matt Gates this morning, what we heard from him this morning, is an example of courage is contagious. So, if you like this show, if you love this show, if you love the way we give our honor to God, please do me a favor and share the video. Our shares have been down, and maybe that's because Facebook is scaring the people and scaring the audience of the show into saying that your page will be blocked or whatever. But being that courage is contagious, that is how we get the message of the Lord and how we get the actual truth out about Donald J. Trump and how he can actually pull this off still today. All right, we are going to read from Deuteronomy 31.6. And it says, Be strong 
Be strong and have, a, and have good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, it is he who goes with you. He will not fail you, nor forsake you. I'll read that one more time. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. And them being, you know, big tech oligarchs, dirty swamp donkey politicians, and many, many others who are trying to scare you and fear and create fear around you like they're trying to do to Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay? Uh, be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, it is he who goes with you. He will not fail you, nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6. So please check that out. Um, after the show today, and um, and that's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. There's just so much fear. There's fear to share a video. There's fear to share a meme. There's fear to talk about uh, Dominion. Look what happened to Mike Lindell last night, the pillow guy on Newsmax. If you haven't heard about it, definitely go check it out. There's so much fear around being sued or being suspended or being blocked or being, you know, cancel cultured or being fired from your job or being shunned by your communities or being shunned by somebody for wearing a MAGA hat. Where is our American spirit? Where is our godly spirit, ladies and gentlemen? We need to be stronger now more than ever. And I'm going to tell you what, we're going to come back stronger than ever right now with this state-by-state -state fraud and how we can still pull this off because we know it was a fraudulent election. We know we have an illegitimate president in there and we can do something about it before 2024. I'm going to be fighting for both, for now, for 2022, and if we need to, for 2024. I'm not letting anything slip through the, through the cracks. A lot of people are saying, oh, you forgot you forgot about what's going on. You you can't just brush past what's, what happened in this election. And you're 100% right. And I've not once tried to do that. I've tried to diversify our attack and diversify our, 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 our opinions and our, our, our courage. And that's all I've been trying to do. But I want to go through piece by piece of what I'm talking about. Okay, so let's get right to the news, ladies and gentlemen. The first big news of the day is what Representative Matt Gates said this morning. Representative Matt Gates from Florida came out today, and I literally posted seconds after he said it. So it was about the most breaking news you could possibly break, okay, other than Matt Gates saying it himself. He said that he fears and he's afraid that President Trump's legal team is too low energy and that they're too afraid to go through the receipts and show the fraud. After all, the entire basis, the entire, the entire uh, uh, foundation of why they're trying to impeach Donald J. Trump is because of the rhetoric that came from their cheating. It's like they lit the house on fire and we called the fire department because the house was on fire and they told the fire department, nah, don't go. The house really isn't on fire. They're lying. And then the house burned down. That is, exact, that is, that is the most simple kindergarten uh, analogy that I can put out there, that I can even, that I can even compare it to. That's, that's it. They lit the house on fire. We called the fire department. The fire department was going to come, but then the Democrats called and said, no, 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 that's a lie. Trust us. The house isn't on fire. The house burns down. We all die. That is what's happening. That is why they're trying to keep Donald Trump from being able, from saying what he needs to say in this impeachment trial. 
And what he needs to do is he need, and I know I'm no I know he knows this, but what Matt Gates says is he needs to have somebody in there who's a spitfire, who's a fireball, who's ready to take it to them instead of waiting for them to continue to take it to us based on lies, based on fear, based on garbage, based on all the fraud that happened. They don't want it talked about. They don't want news stations talking about it, which is why you've seen the, the news anchor for Newsmax walk off air uh, last night. They don't want um, they don't want uh, uh, the Senate hearings to talk about it. They didn't want Supreme Court to talk about it. They don't want anyone to talk about it. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to talk about it. And I'm not only going to talk about it on Live from America. I'll talk about it if I go on Real America's Voice News. I'll talk about it on the road. I'll talk about it on the bus out there to make sure that we hold these state legislators accountable for what they were afraid to do. I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, things are about to jump off. Things are about to happen. And, Matt, and Representative Matt Gates literally said this morning, I love the constituents in my area. I love my district. I love the people who voted for me. He said... But I think if President Trump really does want me to be his legal defense, because you can't represent... And here's the other thing, too, ladies and gentlemen. I know I'm jumping all around, but I'm excited, and I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm amped up this morning, okay? And it has nothing to do with the coffee. Representative Matt Gates said that he would literally represent President Trump. He doesn't need as much, much time to do it. He only needs three or four days to get everything together. He's already got the receipts. We already got the Navarro report. We already got all of the evidence coming from Hovind Pulitzer. We already got the evidence from the from the circumventing of the state legislators. We have all that. Matt Gates said, I would be willing to leave my uh, my, my district to leave the uh, the House of Representatives because a Republican would get voted in anyway. So we're not at fear at losing a seat. And he said, I would be willing to do that because the fight for President Trump, the fight for this country, the fight for what happened, the fight to fix and remove and restore President, uh, remove Biden and restore President Trump is more important than than my fight for my district. He goes, I don't mean to be, you know, to, to say they don't matter, but this is a much more important fight. And According to the House rules, right, you can't be an active congressman and at the same time be a trial lawyer in a, in a Senate impeachment trial. So Matt Gates said, I'd be willing to leave right now. So Stephen K. Bannon and others are actually urging Donald Trump to meet with Matt Gates right now and make this happen. Switch it up. Switch it up on them last minute. Let a firecracker go in there and show the world what we need to see. Show the world why they're trying to pull this fake, phony impeachment to begin with based on the rhetoric that Donald Trump said in the 77 days that went from November 4th to January 6th. It was all warranted, it was all validated, and it was true. And we're going to show that it was true. And that's how President Trump beats this. That's how, And that's why they don't want him to talk about it. And I, re, and I applaud... Uh, Representative Matt Gates, God bless him for having the courage. Again, courage is contagious. And I think Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and Representative Lauren Boebert and Representative Madison Cawthorn and, thing, and, and, and things like what uh, Rand Paul did, holding these senators accountable by making sure that 45 of them said that this was unconstitutional, not, not 10 days ago. So we know that the votes aren't there. So why not? What do we have to lose to put somebody in there who knows what's going on, who has courage by God Almighty, and who is not afraid, ladies and gentlemen, to get in there and show the receipts and show what happened so that we can, that we can take 
the necessary steps to remove this hairy-legged, corn-pop, illegitimate, know-nothing that is sitting in that White House right now with Kamala Harris. Okay? So I applaud Representative Matt Gates for what he did. Now, let's go through state by state because we haven't done this in a while. We haven't done this in a while. All right? <clears throat> At midnight... Let's just, re let's just remember. Let's just go down memory lane just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, shall we? All right? I'm fired up, baby. Woo! Boy, am I fired up right now. Thank you, kind embroidery from Etsy. I appreciate you. I am so fired up right now. Okay, let's go through this. Let's, let's, take, a, let's take a little trip down memory lane, shall we? All right. At midnight on November 3rd, Georgia... Donald Trump was up 356,945 votes. Let me say that again. He was up 356,945 votes. Pretty much statistically impossible for anybody to overcome that kind of a vote. Then we know what happened in the middle of the night. Pipegate happened. Oh no, a toilet broke or a water main broke. Oh no. And we know what happened on the video. You can say as much as you want. Lead stories, AP, anybody who watches this, any know-nothing liberal moron who watches this can say anything they want. You're never gonna believe you're never gonna make us believe what we saw with our own two eyes didn't happen, dummies. You're never gonna make us believe that. Because we have eyes. And you know what eyes do? Morons, they see things. And when we see things that we know are not right, and when we see things that we know are illegal, then we are going to talk about those things. Don't give us your kindergarten moronic uh, argument that we're wrong and we didn't see what we saw, okay? So we know that he was up massively. Oh, let's look at Pennsylvania, for, for instance. Let's look at that. President Donald J. Trump was up 555,189 votes at midnight. Now, I don't know about you, but I've been watching elections, like, heavily since I was a child, since 1992. I remember watching the election of Bill Clinton. I was, what, 13 years old. I remember watching that. I remember President Reagan. I've been in this my whole, I've loved this kind of stuff my whole life, even when I was a kid. And I can tell you right now, when a candidate has been up by 200,000, 300,000, 500,000 votes at midnight, the other guy does not win. The other guy does not win. It is statistically impossible. Okay? But we're just talking about numbers right now, ladies and gentlemen. We're not talking about mail-in ballots. We're not talking about dead people voting. We're not talking about underage people voting. We're not talking about people voting in multiple states. We're not talking about uh, ballots that came in after, the, after, uh, after Election Day. We're not talking about Dominion, who in their own guide says that votes can be changed and manipulated. We're not talking about any of that. We're just talking about statistically, statistical anomalies. Okay? Somebody says, what are we going to do about it? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's move on to Michigan. Michigan President Donald Trump was up 293,052. Uh, 293,052 votes. He was up. What happened in the middle of the night? We got video footage and we have testimony and sworn affidavits saying that massive amounts of vote dumps happened when trucks came in in the middle of the night with supposed mail-in ballots that had zero creases on them that were about as clean as a brand new piece of paper, ladies and gentlemen. Brand new. Okay? Let's move on. Wisconsin. He was up by 112,000. 22 votes. 
Guess what happened in Wisconsin? The state Supreme Court there said that 200,000 of those votes needed to be isolated, sequestered, and ultimately not counted. Guess what? Though it's still, that is still the case there. There are still 200,000 votes there that the election committee needs to recall, needs to recall the, the certified election, and they need to award it to Donald Trump right now because of the state Supreme Court there. All right? Let's move on to Virginia. We're not even getting to Arizona, Nevada, and all them. We're talking about things that... Look, let's look at Virginia for a case. Virginia has already had a federal judge order that the state election there was illegal. Already. He said that the mail-in ballots that came in after election day, that were postmarked after election day, were illegal. Donald Trump was winning there, too. And he also said in future... He's, he's also barred any future uh, possibility of election ballots coming in after election day that are postmarked after the election day. He's already made that impossible to happen in the future. So we know for we know right now, without even going into all the other voter fraud that was there, we know that Virginia needs to go back to uh, Donald J. Trump. We know that Wisconsin needs to go back to Donald J. Trump based on the Supreme Court decision there. We know that those two automatically need to be switched without any kind of litigation because the litigation already happened. It already happened. So the state legislators there need to grow some courage. Courage needs to be contagious. And they need to bring that stuff back. Period. Now, we can get into the other stuff. We can get into how... Um, we, we, we can get into all of the how Pennsylvania and, and, uh, um, uh, and Georgia went around their state legislators and, and changed the election laws. That's stuff we can get into. That's stuff Matt Gates needs to get into. But just the statistical anom anomalies alone... Ladies and gentlemen, and the numbers that he was ahead, and the fact that two states have already said that those votes do not need to be going to Biden, well, that's a start. So it's the state legislators there that need to do this. And people like Matt Gates are putting pressure on them right now. I'm putting pressure on them. You are putting pressure on them in your own states. And the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, that we could still, we could still make this happen. Without worrying about 22, without worrying about 2024, and without worrying about the military. They broke laws. They broke state laws. All of them violated state. Every one of the swing states, including Virginia, violated state law by kicking out Republican poll watchers. That is completely illegal by the Constitution. Now, I know the Supreme Courts didn't want to get involved, and I know that the federal courts didn't want to get involved, but it doesn't matter because they don't have the power. They don't have the power. The state legislators still have that power. We still need to be putting pressure on them in order to do that. And that's part of that Save America tour that I'm going to be going on. This is going to be part of it. And it isn't going to be happening in two months from now. It's going to be happening sooner than that. This is going to be part of it. But Matt Gates, if he if he literally leaves his uh, congressional seat and goes and he um, uh, represents Donald J. Trump, that will be the start of the dominoes falling. We can't have people that are like, well, the constitutionality of this is just not there. There's no standing there, ladies and gentlemen. There's no standing there, and this is unconstitutional, and we can't do this. No, you need to have a high-energy, extremely intelligent trial lawyer who is 100% all-in and no room for wavering, whimpering, crying, backing down, surrendering, giving up, or any of that stuff. Courage is contagious, ladies and gentlemen. After I saw, after I heard Representative Matt Gates this morning, and what he said, it got me thinking, and it got me my juices flowing, and it got my courage to stand back up again. 
And when President Donald J. Trump said on that golf course the other day, we're not finished yet, I'm, under, I am, uh, I'm in the understanding that he meant exactly this. That's what I feel. Somebody said, why don't Americans put the pressure? Because we need somebody. Unfortunately, we as Americans, we want things to happen right now. And we all unfortunately need somebody to lead us into this. We shouldn't have that. We should have self-motivation. We should have self-motivation to do this. That's what, that's what this revived American spirit really needs to be about. Okay? Here's another thing. We have the timestamps from none other than the failing, lying New York Times. We have, they're the ones that put out the timestamp images of each one of these states and the vote dumps that happened. They exist. They're in the Navarro Report. That Navarro Report, even though people aren't talking about it, the mainstream media isn't talking about it, and even people like myself have been, worry, have been working on President Trump's comeback in 2022 or 2024, even I'm guilty of, of, of going away from that. Well, I'm not going away from it anymore. I'm, I'm focusing on three different um, attacks here. That's now 2022 and 2024. If one fails, we'll pick up the other one. If that one fails, we'll pick up the other one. If I'm going to make this my, my journey, my, my, my legacy, and, and I've already stepped out away from my career to focus and fight on this, then by God is my witness, I am going to fight harder than ever. I will stand in front of state legislators if I have to and do exactly what I'm doing right now to each one of them on camera, on Live from America, so you can see this. Justice takes time. You're exactly right. Justice takes time. We have the timestamps. We know the vote dumps happened. Just as much they needed, just as much as they needed to overcome their crap. We know, here's some more fraud for you. It is 100% illegal for any of these machines, Dominion or otherwise, to be hooked up to the internet. You know that, right? I know that, right? If you feel what I'm feeling right now, you make sure you share this video. We know that machines were hooked up to the internet 100% not, to, not only based on sworn testimony, not only based on sworn affidavits, no, 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 not only based on that. We know because Hoven Pulitzer himself hacked a machine real time that was hooked up to the internet in, in the middle of a state legislator hearing about fraud. He did it real time. If he could hack in real time, then that means that they were hooked up to the internet. That means it was completely illegal. That means that people should be in prison. But the only people who can do this, ladies and gentlemen, are the state legislators. They're the only ones that can call this back and say it didn't happen. It was wrong. It was false. It was fraud. Here's what happened. Then, ladies and gentlemen, we can make moves. Once the state legislators have so much pressure on them, see, here's the problem. They're so afraid. They're so afraid. This is why the entire show today was based on Deuteronomy 31.6 about courage and about courage being contagious. They're so afraid to lose their committee seats, their committee, their, 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 their seniority in these committees. They're so afraid that their families are going to get you know, harassed and that they're going to be shunned by society. If that's the case, you shouldn't be in that seat to begin with. You should not be that afraid. Once we can pull all of this back, then we can get the military involved. Then we can get the right people involved. But until these state legislators have enough courage, they're not going to do it. We need to make them have courage. If I have to go to each one of these states, 
and request a hearing on my own, I will do that. I will get all of you in each one of these states to back me, and we'll go in there, and we will we will literally lay out these facts. This isn't a when 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 George Stephanopoulos and other people say, "Oh, election fraud didn't happen. Election fraud didn't happen." There's no there's no proof of election fraud. I just told you, I just told you like two of the six different ways that there was election fraud, and it happened. You can say it all you want, and I know people say I'm preaching to the choir here, but the re, but the, the whole reason for this show is to spread message, spread word, spread courage. Maybe, just maybe, somebody who's watching this show right now or who will watch it later or somebody that you shared it to will have just as much energy and courage to go do something in their state. The power doesn't belong to the politicians. The power doesn't belong to the bureaucracy. The power belongs to the people. We have, the, we have them by the numbers, by thousands, by millions. It just takes us to stand up. Arizona, Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has rejected Arizona State Senate subpoena demands. They now face contempt charges and a massive state petition, signature petition, is now going around, many of them, to recall every one of those um, members of that uh, uh, Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. They are literally ignoring the subpoenas still. And so now the state residents are passing around petitions to recall and get them out of there right now. Recalls are very powerful, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people don't realize how, how powerful they are. They force a new election. And when the people of Arizona force a new election, or the people of California force a new election, you don't think that people are going to come out bigger and heavier than they were the first time? Or they did the first time, November 3rd? They're ready. We're ready. People are sick and tired of this mess. Now, Matt Brainerd, who is, um, who is basically the head of the Data Integrity Project, he was on Stephen K. Bannon's war room yesterday, and he said that his team has all the proof that they need that you need, that the state legislators need, more proof than they had even after the election of enough fraud in just Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin alone to overturn the election. Matt Brainerd from the Data Integrity Project. His team has got enough proof of fraud, more than they did uh, in November, in Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin alone, he said, to overturn the election. So what can we do? State legislators. That's what we can do. That's what we can do. We don't have to have these governor's permissions anymore to hold, uh, to, to bring people back to, uh, back for a, for a, uh, for a, for a session. We're not in, we're not in holidays. State legislators. That's what I'm going to be working on. That's what I'm going to be working on with um, America's Voice News. That's what I'm going to be working on with this tour that we're putting together. It isn't just, I, I, I think a lot of people misunderstood last night when I talked about a tour. I didn't talk about a tour like we're going to go and play music and be like, yay, we're touring everybody like Turning Point USA. No, 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 no. I'm far different than somebody like Charlie Kirk. Our tour just means going from state to state, holding people accountable and being loud about it. 
Now let's talk about what Governor DeSantis did yesterday. A lot of you know what Governor DeSantis did yesterday, where he's working with the state there and working with the uh, House of Representatives there and the Speaker of the House there to start holding these big tech companies accountable and not letting them ban politicians anymore, not letting them ban candidates anymore. And if they do this, they're going to be fined $100,000 a day. And the state AG will make sure that they pay up. Not only will that be bad because financially $100,000 a day up to 30 days, that's a lot of money, right? I know these big tech companies got billions, but what that does is it, start, it starts making very bad PR and it starts making them lose their investors and their investors go elsewhere. So it's a domino effect of what happens. But here's the genius behind it all, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the genius behind it all. Where does President Trump live now? Full time. Where's his state of residence? The wonderful sunshine state of Florida. The wonderful sunshine state of Florida. That means President Donald J. Trump is protected by state law. It will be protected by the governor there and will be protected to where if he, um, they can't ban him from social media. That was the genius of yesterday. That is what nobody's talking about. So if President Trump were to, were to uh, start a new page or something or go on a new platform or, or even start a page on the old platforms, and if they start banning him again, they'll be held accountable. That was the genius behind what Governor DeSantis did yesterday. Because it specifically, it specifically protects candidates and politicians and people working in the government in the state of Florida. And these big tech companies can no longer, well, I mean, I guess they could, but it'll be very bad for them if they start silencing and, cens and censoring these state politicians. President Trump now lives in Florida. How great is that? Nobody was even really talking about that. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up as, as, as part of the news today. You know, as, as just something that was, it stuck out to me that nobody was even mentioning that President Trump lives there now. Okay? A lot of people are, Ward Ward says, I'm thinking about moving to Florida. So am I. So am I. And I live, I live in New Hampshire, which is really called the live free or die state. But ladies and gentlemen, it's far from that anymore. My governor here, he's done some good things, but he's also done some rhino things as well, that swamp donkey. We're going to hold him accountable too. I want to talk about Biden's defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, real quick. A lot of people are talking about how the military is loyal to Trump and all this. And, and here's the thing. I have a video that I saved from a long time ago where President Trump himself says that the top brass at the military do not have his back. That the military members, the fighters, the soldiers... They are loyal to President Trump, and they are close with President Trump. But the top brass has never been. Now that, that goes entirely against the narrative that, that the military is all for President Trump. He himself knows that the top brass has not been. Now Lloyd Austin, who is now the defense secretary for Biden, has purged, has purged the Pentagon of Trump loyalists over the last few days. Hundreds of President Donald J. Trump appointees to the uh, Pentagon Advisory Board have been purged in the last few days. Excuse me real quick here. Hundreds have been purged in the last few days. That's dictator stuff, people. You better, you better do what you can while you can, Biden, because I have a feeling that you're not going to be there as long as you think you are, regardless of if it's President Trump coming here, the 25th Amendment being invoked, or whatever. You better do what you can while you can. But history is going to remember you as a bumbling, fumbling old man who everybody laughs at, who nobody fears, and who everybody knows 
There isn't much going on upstairs right now. But the Pentagon, for all that we were hearing, that they were holding information from Biden, and maybe certain portions of the Pentagon still are, but the Defense Secretary is purging Trump loyalists one after the other after the other. Hundreds just in the last few days. Think about that. Now, the top brass, like generals and stuff, they got President Trump's back. If you're talking about those top brass, the generals, the lieutenant, or the, 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 uh, the, you know, all the way down the lieutenants, the captains, I'm talking about the bureaucrat top brass within the military, the bureaucrat, the ones that love war, the ones that love to feed the war machine, the ones that profit off of it. I'm not talking about generals. I'm talking about top brass warmongers who you never heard of, whose names you've never heard of. Those are the people that President Trump was talking about. Now, let's, since we're talking about swamp donkeys, let's talk about Lindsey Graham real quick. Lindsey Graham, ladies and gen gentlemen, is back to being the Lindsey Graham of old. Needed Donald Trump to get reelected because he was going to lose. Donald Trump supported him. Now, Lindsey Graham has come out yesterday and basically threatened Donald Trump. Not only threatened Donald Trump, but in the same sentence, ladies and gentlemen, in the same sentence, backed Liz Cheney and said that the Republicans need to start backing her instead of walking away from her. So first he did that, and then he threatened Donald J. Trump. You want to know what he said? He said, most of us in the Senate believe that this is an unconstitutional impeachment and it shouldn't go forward. But then he threatened Donald Trump and his legal team saying, but if you, Donald J. Trump, um, if part of your defense is to bring up voter fraud again, that is where you will lose us, and that is where you will lose this Senate uh, impeachment trial. He said that. That swamp donkey, evil, fair-weather politician basically told Donald Trump that if you bring up election fraud, then you're going to lose this trial. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how afraid the establishment is of the receipts and of the proof of the pudding, in the pudding, being put out to the American people. That is how afraid they are. That is why we need President Trump to really rethink his strategy here. And I'm not telling him what to do. The guy's ten times ahead of me. But talking to you, the people, and maybe we can make a difference, because we know that a lot of people watch this show and this broadcast and listen to the podcast. I would highly advise President Trump to get a fighter like him to represent him and go full on election fraud because that is why he's there to begin with. That is why they want to ruin him. That is why they want to destroy his career, his life, purge him from the history books. And if he's going to go down, he, like he said, we ain't finished yet. He better fight hard. And I think you'll all agree with me on that. Now we're going to talk about one more thing real quick, and this is very important. Okay? The recall of Governor Newsom. You need 1.5 million votes, or equal to 12% of the total vote in the last election for that position in the state of California. You need 1.5 million signatures to recall him. Okay? I'm going to explain this process to you in the state of California how it works. Again, you need 12% of the total vote from the latest election. That represents 1.5 million 
signatures. They right now have 1.3 million signatures to recall Governor Gavin Newsom, who is a thief, who is a corrupt politician, who accept, accepted money from the CCP and accepted houses without even uh, disclosing the fact that he had a new house and was given to him. That alone, that alone, ladies and gentlemen, is enough to get him removed from office. But 1.3 of 1.5, that means they only need 200,000 more. When do they need them by? They need them by March 17th. They get them in by March 17th, and then each county has until April, I think, 18th, I believe it is, to verify the signatures. Okay? Once they have the 1.5 million signatures, and they're verified, then they go to a special election. That special election would take place either in August or September of this year. There's already massive amounts of Republicans lining up, including author, social media personality, and uh, very outspoken Republican Mike Cernovich, who I don't believe has ever held a position. But then you have the, 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 the what's his name, John Cox and others. They're just rhinos. But you have a number of people lining up to already be ready because they know he's going to be recalled. They only need 200,000 more votes and they have a month and a half to do it. Trust me, he'll be recalled. Special election will happen then. So that is how they get rid of somebody. That is how you get rid of somebody. Now, somebody says, can you do this to the president? No. There's nothing in the Constitution or anywhere else that says that you can do this to a federal, uh, federal elected position. You can do it to judges, state representatives, state senate members, and governors. You can do that. 1.3 million they have right now. They only need 200,000 more. Then they can give them the boot. But again, it comes down to the special election. So if you are in California and you have not signed this position, uh, petition, please find out where to go, who to go to, and sign this petition. Get him on his heels. Now here's what I think is really funny. Guess who is lobbying and begging for, the, uh, for Governor Gavin Newsom to appoint him as the state attorney general? Adam Pencil Neck Schiff. Adam Pencil Neck Schiff. A corrupt politician, an evil man, a Satanist, a person who believes in killing babies and destroying democracy and destroying the republic of this country. Adam Schiff is begging Newsom to appoint him attorney general. Why? Well, because if he's the state attorney general, and all this recall stuff is happening. He has a lot of power. A lot of corrupt power. He said that if he doesn't get appointed to the state attorney general's office by Gavin Newsom, then he is going to, to leave the House of Representatives and run for Senate in California. That's scary too. That is scary as well. Holly Ann says we need to do this in every state. You're right. Pennsylvania needs to do this as well. Georgia needs to do this as well. These are the kind of things that I'm talking about that I'm going to go out there and fight with people to do. As well as bring in new voters. As well as pump the base up. All of this stuff. I believe that this is, this is my fight as well as it is anybody else's. So I want to thank you guys very much for being so dedicated. Sharing these videos. Getting them out there. We know that Facebook has hit the page really hard. We know that a lot of people have left because I'm not spitting the Q narrative. But the people that are staying here and the people that are true, we're the warriors. 
We're the true fighters for this re republic. And I want to thank you all so much. I want to thank you for watching, listening, sharing. I want to thank you for donating, becoming a monthly subscriber. Again, go to JeremyHarrell.com and you can just go down the rabbit hole right there. You can even watch the live videos that I produce right there. And when we get in the studio, it seems like we keep saying that, right? But I, already, I, got, I got a lot of the equipment last night. We're going to start bringing in guests and we're going to start doing this on a bigger level. And I can't wait. So thank you all very much. I'll see you tonight for Live from America, Live at 5. Please share the video if you haven't. God bless you. And remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one, Yahweh. So stand up tall. Put your shoulders back and your chest out. Keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you, and we'll see you this evening. Have a great rest of your day.